How do you deal with love bombing? How do you help actually manage and navigate the waters of someone manipulating you or you're not being sure if they're manipulating you early on in the relationship? Maybe you're like, hey, is this person love bombing or are they just being really nice? You might have gone through a couple toxic relationships and now you're on edge. You're like worried of like, is this love bombing? Is this not love bombing? Have you been at the place where you've experienced the intense, overwhelming attention from someone else that made you feel like you're on cloud nine, but then all of a sudden it was swept out from underneath you? Did that affection behavior suddenly change, leaving you confused, leaving you manipulated and wondering, who can I actually trust? What is actually true? Love bombing and in love sometimes can look very similar from the surface. Let's talk about what that actually looks like and how you can move forward to deal with love bombing in a healthy and a constructive way. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge that you can access at escapetoxicity.com. Seven-day challenge for a total of $7, and you get lifetime access, also community there of people going through the same challenge with you at the same time to learn about narcissistic abuse. What is reactive abuse? Have you dealt with reactive abuse? What is the guilt that you're struggling with being a toxic person? And also, how does this match and look of how you actually deal with the triggers and the story you're telling yourself to ultimately be free? We start to process and work through all of that in that first stage of healing before you graduate into the clarity challenge and move forward. Well, when we talk through this aspect of love bombing, I want to be very clear first and foremost of what love bombing actually is. It's not just this aspect of someone being in love with you. Okay, love bombing is a psychological manipulation tactic used by narcissists, other people as well, but typically narcissists and toxic people to gain control, to create an intense emotional bond with their target. It's not this aspect of like, let me develop and cultivate a, a healthy, a good relationship. It's let me connect and let me get in power and control over this other person by creating this bond. By creating this deeper connection that's like, oh, like we're so great together. Like this is so amazing. Like it's creating something that doesn't feel like it could be separated. With this, you'll typically have the feeling of being soulmates or being on cloud nine. Like the best thing ever. You found the best person for you. Like there's no one else that could ever be just like this person. So learning and understanding what this looks like is super helpful for you first and foremost, okay? But this aspect, manipulation tactic used to gain control and create, okay? This is the piece you understand. It's intended to create an emotional bond that keeps you trapped. Now, what does love bombing actually look like? Typically, we'll talk about it saying like, hey, it's showering the victim with excessive praise. Being like, you're so amazing at this. I can't believe how great you are at this. This is the process of building and putting you up on the pedestal, making you feel like you're the best person ever. Now, this could be really detrimental, especially if coming through childhood, you didn't have anyone even compliment you. So then when someone's actually doing it, you're just like, oh my gosh, they get me. They finally see me. And it starts to fill a void that you either realized or didn't realize that you had thinking, oh my gosh, this person actually sees me. This whole process is putting you up on a pedestal, building you up. Sometimes it'll be excessive attention. Like you'll be texting 24-7, interacting, seeing each other 24-7, and you're like, this just feels amazing because you're spending so much time with someone that you care about, that you love, and it feels like it's the best thing ever. But you don't realize there's not really time apart. It's just time together. It could be a lot of affection moving the relationship rapidly in whatever an emotional, mental, sexual kind of way to be able to get either what they want or to be able to connect with you in that deeper level. 
Now, you have to remember, they're not connecting with you on a deeper level as in vulnerably, as in opening up and sharing things currently that are going on in their mind, mentally and emotionally, like what is actually happening with their emotions, with their feelings. And a lot of times you also see gifts. You'll see the narcissist give you a bunch of gifts, give you a bunch of things, try to wow you. You know, whether it is taking out to a fancy dinner or whether it's flying you across the country, whatever it might be. It's like, what can I do to kind of wow you? And you'd be like, oh my gosh, like this person loves me. This person gets me. When in reality, what they're doing is trying to do these small little steps to kind of buy affection because they're not sure how to show up real and vulnerable with who they actually are. This whole piece is trying to say, how, what do I do early on in the relationship? Sometimes later, but oftentimes early on in the relationship, what do I do to create this a connection? this emotional bond, and to gain trust really quickly. So you might have someone in your life where early on they engaged in giving you a lot of compliments, like making you feel better about yourself, expressing this intense like adoration, like affection for you, and make these huge gestures of like, let me create this idea of the image, this like Disneyland version of like, this is how it's going to be, this Hollywood version of romance. And you're like falling in love with the type and the style of what they're actually doing. But then they might get to the place where they're bombarding you with constant messages, calls, invitations, and leaving little room for you to actually think or question the intentions behind those behaviors. The thing is when it's happening, people are normally blinded. They're like, oh my gosh, so much time spent, so much love, so much connection. We talk all the time. It's amazing. And you don't really realize that it's so much, you don't really have time to think about, wait, what is actually going on? Because it seems like it's moving really, really quickly. So how do you actually find it? How do you actually spot it? Because the big question is like, how do you know the difference between love bombing and actual love? Like, where does it actually fall aside? So like part of it is first getting to the place of understanding what love bombing is. That's what we talked about. And then getting to a place where you can recognize it to protect yourself. So some of the common like indicators of it is going to be the aspect of flattery, like excessive flattery, like not just like pumping you up, but doing it excessively. And so like it's like taking what would be a normal aspect and pushing it even farther. You might be like, how am I supposed to know that? Sometimes when you have friends and family in your life or interacting with these people, they can sometimes point it out or they can sometimes see it be like, whoa, like he, he seems very much like flattering you. Like it's not a bad thing. It just seems over the top. If you have someone that's like, hey, he seems a little over the top in some of the communication, some of what he's trying to do, they might be onto something. So please be careful of that. You might think of it of rapid and intense progression in the relationship. Okay, so this could be like going on a date and sleeping together very quickly. Or this could be going on a date and him saying that he loves you like early on in the relationship. Or it could be going on a date and talking about marriage like just like a weekend. So you'll see this like rapid, intense progression of like, let us keep it moving really, really fast. You might also see the love bombing with constant communication. And when the communication slows down or stops, it's almost like subtle guilt tripping of like, where are you? I miss you. What's going on? Don't you care about me? Like, it's not exactly that, but sometimes you'll see pieces of that. So it's just different nuances to kind of keep an eye on. But the constant communication is often a popular one of where the narcissist will kind of pull back and forth and be like, where are you? Like, I thought we were communicating. I thought we had a connection. You know, trying to establish early on that you need their validation, you need their attention back and forth. So a lot of times you're going to see different pieces of like, like trying to meet, trying to connect, trying to focus on the relationship. And you'll see this sometimes of where it's over the top of like, let me meet your every need, your every desire. 
where you like mention something and all of a sudden it's there, like they ordered it or they show up on their doorstep. And you're just like, whoa, like wasn't make, asking you to fix it, but you know, so you're going to see different pieces where it becomes over the top. Okay. Now this could be something where you just met a person and they're flattering you. They're, they're declaring their love for you really quickly. They, they quickly integrate themselves into every aspect of your life. Like this could be a red flag to love bombing. So you need to pay attention to whether they actually respect your boundaries, whether they actually genuinely care about your well-being, or if they only seem interested in fulfilling their own desires and moving forward in that specific progression. Okay. So then number three, then what do you actually do about love bombing? Like, how do you actually manage it? How do you make sure that like this person isn't getting through? Like what is actually happening? So dealing with love bombing requires first and foremost of setting healthy boundaries, being able to say like, Hey, I'm not comfortable about us talking about that just yet. We just got to know each other. So let's kind of put a, put a pause in this. Let's kind of slow it down. What you see a lot of times is when you start to slow down a relationship with a toxic person in the love bombing stage, you'll typically see either a mask clip or you'll see different pieces of them getting upset or frustrated or guilt tripping you on the aspect that you're slowing down. And so you have to understand when you start to see this, it's another red flag. Now, another piece is just maintaining independence. Like having your friends, doing the things that you love to do, and not letting one person suck all of that time and energy, okay? Because you have other people in your life and you've had other people in your life for a period of time. So being able to still engage with friends, being able to still go out and hang with family, like doing different things like this that doesn't have this person like glued to your hip 24-7, uh, whether it's digitally or physically. Different things of being able to be really cautious of the red flags. Like when you say no, how do they actually respond? When you slow down the relationship, how do they actually respond? Like you want to observe what is the consistency of their actions? How are they actually responding to you on a day-to-day -day basis? This helps you then prioritize your self-care and your well-being and not get sucked into something that's more toxic by this person not respecting you. Like if you get to the place where you suspect like maybe I'm being love bombed, like this seems, some of the stuff he's saying seems like I might be getting love bombed. Take a step back. Like take a pause. The relationship isn't going anywhere. It'll feel like it is, but the relationship isn't leaving or going anywhere. It's still there. Take a step back and evaluate the relationship objectively. Like maybe bring in another person, like friends or family that know the person be like, Hey, I don't know. Are you, what are you saying? Like, what are you, what are you interacting? What are you seeing with us? Communicate your boundaries clearly and effectively observe how the other person responds to those boundaries. Focus on building healthy, balanced relationship by maintaining your own interests, your friendships, your own activities, and seeking support from friends and family. Okay. If you want more help with this, if you're like, hey, I'm not sure, or hey, I need help moving forward in this, you can go to escapetoxicity.com to learn more about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how to get free of that. If you want to work with me one on one as in a coach environment, you can see about talking to me at rawmotivations.com. I work exclusively with people inside of our Thriver community, and we can have a conversation and see if you'd be a good fit. Not everybody is a good fit moving forward in the Thriver community because not everybody really wants to heal. They want to, but then the actual action of doing that and what it looks like on a day-to-day -day basis, sometimes like, nah, that's too much. We're going to push you a lot of times in a lot of different areas of your life, but that is going to help produce a different version of you that you're actually trying to unlock. A version of you that's strong, that's confident, that's happy, that's been able to move forward and not get pulled back to the toxic person and also not get in a toxic relationship down the road. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, review, share this with someone else to be able to help other people know and understand about narcissistic abuse, and maybe they might be getting love bombed as well.